0: Lickaland are proud partners of True Bloods. And they have everything you need to make Easter easy. David, what are your plans for Easter, my friend?
1: Mate, I think I might uh, watch a bit of the F1 and definitely tune in to the Mighty Swannies. Well,
0: that sounds delightful, Dave. Luckily, Lickaland has plenty of cracking Easter drink specials like VB bottles. Check it out at Lickaland.com.au.
1: Well, Mads, I'll definitely be uh, dropping into to Liquorland for that VB special.
0: You can also sign up today to get $10 off your first purchase. For great deals on a wide range of alcohol, go to liquordianne.com.au or visit your local store. Please drink responsibly, teas and C supply. see online for details. Okay, Dave, well, let's start the show.
1: Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, you... Dave, tell me how good it <laughs> was. <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> Have a look at him! Just have a look at him, he's a
0: superstar! I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained.
1: It's damaging deeds, it's damaging disposal. It is. I love it! It It is. Love it! Speaking words of wisdom... Up the swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back again this week to review the disappointing loss to the Dogs last Thursday and to preview the upcoming clash against North Melbourne Saturday afternoon. We are not in the studio this week. I have my co-host across the screen from his humble abode in East Melbourne and mine in Wheelers Hill. How are you, Mads? How is that spicy cough treating you? Wouldn't,
0: Wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy, Dable. And as the faithful well know, I hate doing this over Zoom. So I apologise for having to do this over Zoom. It is likely that I got this spicy cough out on the SCG. Um, so how you've avoided it tends to shit me a little bit, to be honest, Devel, uh, if I'm being quite frank with you. Um, but I've been very average, mate. I've been hot and cold and lethargic and... It's just no good, but the good news is there is Swans footy coming up in a couple of days.
1: That's it, my friend. How are you, Debel? How are you, mate? Mate, I am actually going fantastic, and there's a reason to why I haven't got it, mate. It is just been proven that I am built different and the spicy cough cannot uh, get into my system as such, Mads. But yes, we do apologize for the audio quality. We know it's pretty shitful, to be honest, but we thought it was either, um, you know, wait till Thursday or Friday to record an episode or get it out to the faithful on time. And we decided to, you know, record it at our normal time to get it out to you guys so you can uh, get a bit of a preview for the game on Saturday.
0: And that is fair enough. And and we will absolutely uh, try and not make a habit out of this because I I am in a filthy mood doing this, I'll be honest, faithful, because we, we can't stand putting out a subpar product. Um, we've done a lot of hard work on this, and we, we feel this is below us now. But uh, to just really raise the mood a little bit, let's run through that loss against the Western Bulldogs <laughs> on Thursday night, table
1: Oh, Mads, yeah. Look, it didn't start very well, mate. We, uh, you know, we had about 25 tickets to this game because uh, we thought just in case it was Buddy's 1,000th goal, um, you know, we'll load up on the tickets. Make make sure we've got heaps. So that was the first thing. Everyone went down with sickness. I was going with obviously yourself and a couple other guys, and they all pulled out as well. So I sat at uh, Eddie Ad by myself. Mads, I uh, got myself a beer, a pie, and it really started pretty well. To be honest, I was in a good mood, but then it was uh, all downhill, especially in that first half.
0: You um you you voiced that you. Felt uh, like somewhat of a loser going to the football by himself. And I said, Debo, there is nothing better than going to the footy by yourself, chucking in the headphones so you don't have to hear those unwashed Western Bulldog supporters. And really just tucking into a beer in the Medallion Club. Did you Did you enjoy that side of it?
1: David? Oh, mate, it was actually sensational. I did have a great time. So what I did, I, uh, I had my AirPods in, the AirPod Pros with noise cancellation, if you don't mind, Mads. I know it must be nice. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, so I was row A in the Medallion Club. So I actually just put in the earphones, put the noise cancellation on and just tuned into SEN Live. So that it actually goes through the stadium Wi-Fi and the commentary is live to what's going on in, in real time. So that was the first time I've done that. And that was actually a sensational experience. Um, and I didn't have to worry about hearing anyone who I didn't want to hear. And also I could just go off my chops and not really not worry about anyone because I was row eight. So I couldn't see anyone in front of me. So it was actually really good, mate. That's the, the positive to come out of uh, last Thursday, mate. <laughs>
0: Probably the one and only positive table, but that does sound
1: delightful. Yeah, it was good, mate. But um, look, really, really, really average first half of footy. Uh, it's as bigger, a, like a big game hangover, as I've seen, and it's not something yep. we want to make a habit of moving forward in this season, mate, because it's not a not a good thing, and it's no excuse when you, we play an AFL footy a hangover from a big game and a big build-up. It's just not good enough.
0: No, I wholeheartedly agree. And we did note that there was the potential for us to be a little bit flat, um, which, you know, was you know not something you want, right? You want to be able to string good performances together and you don't want to play inconsistent football because the good sides play consistent footy. And I didn't I just think it was a bit of a it was a bit of a lapse. We were a bit flat. Um and there's a lot of reasons as to why that was. What did you what was the vibe you got from the ground? Where did you think in the first half, not really sort of I guess watching the stats, where do you think we were coming apart?
1: Mate, it was very evident that our spread from the contest was absolutely sub-par Mads. Uh, It was so evident. When we got that ball off half-back or deep in the back line, there were no clear options. We weren't working hard enough. The Bulldogs were set up really well defensively to stop our run yeah. forward. They were cutting off the corridor, which most most teams are going to do against us. But we simply just were not working hard enough to outwork the Dogs and their setup. at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And that's spot on, Deeble, because the dogs kicked a lot of behinds on the weekend and it started to annoy me because every time they'd kick a behind and we'd go to kick it in, I'd have a look at the camera would pan behind, you know, Jake Lloyd or whomever was kicking in and there was no movement, just completely clogged up. We, had, we were giving no options to uh, sort of get that run-off half-back dog. It was very stagnant. It was very, very, very hard to watch.
1: Yeah, look, mate, you, you're all relevant, all relevant, and 100% what was actually going on made it. It was bloody frustrating to watch, and, you know, a few positives in that first half. Once again, Paddy McCartan started really, oh. really well. A couple of contested grabs. Um, what do what you do? I'm just have, trying to have a look for his stats. What did... Tommy's had a few. Tommy's had four grubs. What's Paddy had?
0: Paddy's had about seven, I believe. Yeah, he's had five.
1: He's had five, 12 touches. But, you know, two or three of them were in the first Um, quarter. Started really well. Um, He's a positive that that keeps being positive this year.
0: Oh, he's just going to go from strength to strength as he uh, gathers confidence along the way, Deeds.
1: Definitely, mate. Look, disappointing with... Uh, Tommy Hickey going down um, halfway through the third quarter but mate, his first half was it was, look it was sensational, right? He played great and English was probably going with him as well. He was, you know yep. he, he was as effective on the ground but Hickey was dominating at ground level. That was so evident I I think when, when he went off he had the most contested possessions on the ground and mate, he, he's a huge loss, Uh, you know losing him for up to six weeks, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's six weeks to medial. So it's not too bad. Some peanut did an April Fool's joke saying he was out for the year. Luckily it is only six weeks. We are good. He'll be okay. Hopefully. Um, But look, he just, he, his clearance work, his work around the ground. I'm, I find it absolutely baffling that nobody's seen value in him up until this point. It's, uh, it's quite strange. But, look, there were um, other key people that I thought put in. I thought Goulden looked dangerous every time he was near it. Thought Buddy stood up when necessary, kicked an absolute scintillating goal from, um, from the pocket to really keep us in it. Who else did you like?
1: Uh, like Tommy McCartan, mate, he was great down back. I think he had ten grabs. I can see here on the yep. on the reliable footy wire stats. They're back up and about this year, and they're they're on board with us again here at True Bloods Mads.
0: Very good to hear. Very good <laughs> to hear. Um, how about? Uh, I thought the the engine room was just a little bit off. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you had Rowie with thirteen right? You, you need a little bit more out of him. He was playing in the middle a great deal. You need a bit more than 13. I thought, I mean, if if you have, Mills only had 20 himself, you know, we just weren't first to the footy.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and that was clearly evident in the first half.
1: Yeah. Look, I'd love to see a breakdown to that that engine room you talk about with, you know, Mills, Warner, Goulden going through there a little bit. Heaney going through there yeah. a little bit. Their stats from the first half to the second half because I'm sure they would have had more of the ball in the, in that second half when we really did even the contest and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, look, one of the big positive Mads to come out of the weekend for mine is yes. is that although we played relatively average – we didn't get our hands on the ball. We were beaten to it a lot up until two minutes to go in that game, mate. We were well and truly up to our necks in that contest. We, we really fought back well, showed a lot of character to get back into that, and any other team probably would have rolled over and said, nah, this is too hard. But you can just never question our endeavour and our intent um, you know, and, and just trying. We, we tried hard, just didn't quite get there.
0: That's the thing, Deeds. Effort does not require top-end talent. Effort does not require 300 games of experience. Effort is just getting out there, even when you're getting done, having a crack every contest, carving every contest you can, being there, tackling, chasing, 1%, you know, those are the things that you know I think we feel personify blood footy. It's those it's it's the little intangibles that if you just keep going, you can hang in games. And we hung around all bloody game. And look, look, Deeble, I don't like that we come off as sooks in some of these situations, but the free kick count. I've nobody's saying that free kicks have to be eaten. Nobody's saying that. It's the amount that weren't paid when Hayden fresh aired the ball and it would have been a shot on goal, no free kick. It, things like that just kill you, demon. and they kill your momentum. And I don't know why it keeps happening to us against the Bulldogs, but it made it very bloody hard to watch, teams.
1: Mate, I would have loved to have a uh, live webcam on me, mate, because I was absolutely throwing the cots, the toys out of the cot, I should say, mad. Uh, <laughs> I was, mate, I, I was so frustrated at the game. The, the 50-50 things where, you know, they might be called, they went to the dogs and they just like, it's like they saw the red and white and just didn't pay the free kick, mate. It was insane and I've never, ever, mate, we are, look, we know, we are biased as they come. We love our footy club, right? But at the same time, I've watched a lot of footy in my life and I know when there's a free kick and when there isn't. And when they're when they're paying free kicks for someone who's taken the ball in their hands, literally just got it, paying holding the ball, holding the man, and the guy still got the ball in his hands. I was, yeah. looking, I was, it was idiotic, mate. And I hope they got a dressing down to some degree those uh those guys in fluoro green on the on the weekend or well, on Thursday night, mate. Because geez, it was frustrating to watch.
0: They wouldn't have. And do you know what annoyed me even more? That they, the Western Bulldogs, are—they are not a great football side. They—they no. so are flat stick, not a great football side. I wish we had stolen that because it would have really—it would have shown a light on how bang average they are as a football side. How how they could have not put us away by sixty points with the way we were playing was quite astonishing. Um, I think the key key issues here Floren has 13 right Will Haywood also has 13 that that's that's not what you want Oli Floren needs to be having more touches of the football than Will Haywood by a long
1: way yeah no you you make a really good point there and that's where we we sort of talk about O'Flow and that's where he's got to be where it, game is purely work rate that's where um you know his numbers come from so, we, without watching him real close and intent, it's hard to see where it went wrong for him on the weekend. Uh, but yeah, look, you make a good point. O- oflo has got to be having more touches than that, and the, and the team generally like Jake Lloyd's had twenty nine, but you know they're all off the back line, kick in. ins yeah. that type of thing. So you can't read into that too much. But you know, Blakey's had the twenty-five and Parker the twenty-two, and you mentioned Mills with twenty. We simply just did not get the ball enough. As simple as oh, that. We made
0: errors. We made errors five foot.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a, it was a frustrating game to watch, mate. Um, look, it's it's not the way to start your weekend off on on a Thursday night with a loss like that. But there there are a few fundamental things that I did see with the ball spending a lot of time in the in the dogs' forward line, Mads was there, there are a couple of instances where the communication just wasn't quite there. Yeah. I think when, like, Waitman took that grab over the back, uh, you know, and snatched it out of, uh, who, I think it was Patty's hands, there's got to be some talk there that, you know, that, that you should be punching and stuff like that. Yeah, you're coming back with the flight, but if he's pinching it out of your hands, there's got to be more pressure on the man coming in. There was they're, – they're the frustrating ones, and there was also one – where the dogs got a free kick out of the middle. Surprise, surprise. And then there oh, the was... the dogs got a free kick. <laughs> surprise. But... Oh,
0: geez. Okay. Sorry. I must have missed that.
1: <laughs> there was like 20 seconds for the Swans to be able to set up in that back line. A long ball came in and Norton had a fresh crack at the footy and run at the footy. Whereas just like everyone's looking around at each other like, how did that happen? But like, those are the things... That cannot happen, Mads, and they're the things that I was frustrated with. They're they're things in our control, and that simply wasn't good enough.
0: Yeah, we we were quite lethargic, um, especially for the first half. We were were second, as we've discussed. We were second to the footy. Um, They had a lot of uncontested possessions, um, and that's, that's what loses your games, right, especially when you've got such a dangerous forward line, which they do. You can't stand Wightman, but he kicks goals. He was the only one who could kick goals, essentially. Um, And you've got Aaron Norton, who's one of the premier forwards of the competition. And when you're able to just sort of chip it around without pressure on you, when you're not pressuring the ball carrier, more often than not, you're going to get somebody lowering their eyes and and putting it on someone's chest. And so, as I said, if they kick straight, they would have belted us. The game would have been over at halftime.
1: Yeah, you're 100% right there, Mads. They've kicked the one goal, seven in that second quarter. Should have well and truly been over, but, mate, lucky to stay in it. The boys fought hard. The second half was a lot better. Um, Game opened up a bit. What was it? Eight eight goals to five after halftime. So, look, I think that shows that we probably are the better footy side moving forward, Um, but you just can't have those lapses in concentration and not being able to score not being able to score in that second quarter, which is, you know, that's going back two, three years now where that was a a normal occurrence. But, uh, yeah, look, the boys will turn it around, I'm sure, but definitely some danger signs as such. You cannot give a team a five-goal lead and expect to be able to peg that back. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you bang on, mate, but I'm sure that the boys... Took a lot out of that. And look, the the frustrating thing we mentioned last week, too, was back to back six day breaks. Look, I'm I'm not giving the boys an excuse for that uh, type of performance as such. But that's it. That's the first two rounds, two back to back six day breaks. And like you're bound, nearly bound to get a performance like that. A little bit flat off Buddy's 1000th. I just don't think it's right from the stream point of view.
0: Yeah, it's, the, the fixturing's, you know, very, very rarely fair. You cop it, uh, you move on. Saturday at the, uh, at the SCG, hopefully we make it all right. That's but it. Let's not dwell on the umpiring, but fuck me, Deedle. <laughs> <laughs> I could have, I could have put, I could have put the remote through the TV a number of
1: times. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Well, my my hand copped an absolute whacking on the chair next to me. There was obviously no one sitting next yep. to me, and mate, I was a frustrated <laughs> man at uh, at the at Marvel Stadium on Thursday night. But as we say, Mads, we'll uh, we'll move forward into a little, something that we love, which is a little bit of social engagement. That should get the boys' spirits up and about. And we'll be back right after this, mate. While
0: well, we take a break from talking at True Bloods. Liquorland have been there for spotty supporters from wooden spoons to finals wins. Got last minute Easter entertaining plans? Liquorland has you covered for those last minute drinks. Try something like Carlton Dry um, or BB. Get free 30-minute clicking collect from your local store and relax knowing your drinks are sorted. Debo, I saw you drinking a, uh, a Carlton Dry last weekend. Do you do you get around that a little bit,
1: do you? I do, mate. It's very complimentary to whatever you are watching on the weekend, Mads.
0: Wonderful. Well, remember, you can sign up today and get $10 off your first purchase. Just visit liquorland.com.au. Please drink responsibly, teas and see apply, see online for details. Let's get back to the show.
1: Welcome back to True Bloods, Mads. We're back with a little bit of social engagement and gee whiz, we love a little bit of social engagement.
0: Oh, devil, it's that old chestnut, right? We
2: love a bit of social engagement.
1: We're going to go with one from the old faithful Dale Ashby. Here he is. Dasher!
2: Yeah, boys, it's Dasher here with a Whack of the Week. Um, my whack of the week going out to Swans fans, getting around Jordan Dawson for kicking that goal after the siren. Seeing a lot of love for him on social media pages and forums yes. um, for kicking that goal. And it's just really grinding my gears as a Swans fans. I find it absolutely unacceptable. So to those Swans fans, I say, go find a mirror, take a good hard uh, look at yourself, and then go find a bit extra because that is absolutely no way to carry on about Jordan Dawson after what he did to our club last year. And to Jordan Dawson himself, I've also got a whack. I hope you enjoyed that win after the siren in a regular season game, mate, because that's as good as it's going to get for you for five years. You won't be playing finals. Enjoy. Love the pub, boys. Whack!
1: That is... Oh, boy! That is the whack of the year so far. I can't yeah. believe how much that resonates with me, Dasher. It, I've, I've, you
0: hate you hate it, Debel.
1: Oh, mate, it's just... it's Like, seriously... The, Every single Sydney Swans supporter who is posting about how good Jordan Dawson is going over at Adelaide, how good it is that Jordan Dawson is kicking the goal after the sign to win the game, go find yourself a mirror, like Dasha said, and go have a look at yourself. Because you know what? If you're actually a true Swans fan, you do not give a shit. And you want Dawson to go get stuffed. Because he. He's a coward. He's a coward, yeah. I'm gonna I'll keep a lid on it just now. I'll, go, I'll, keep, I'll keep a lid on it, mate, but geez. But ducker. he is a coward. He
0: is a coward,
1: he ran home. He ran home, he's a little girl. He's absolute
0: coward demon.
1: That's it, mate, but the next one comes from Maddie Farrow.
0: Who do I think is our most exciting? For mine, boys. It's gotta be Errol. There's no other. He can do it all. He can kick goals. He can take a grab. He can pinpoint targets from 50 metres on the other side of the ground with his fucking eyes closed. There's only one. It's fucking Errol.
1: Yeah, look, he's bang on there, Matty Farrow. We get excited about Errol.
0: And do you know what? We probably should mention, if you haven't seen on the socials, the question we did ask the faithful was, who do you think is the most exciting out of our young crop and why?" So that is what uh, Baza was uh, responding to.
1: Absolutely, mate. We're going to go with Damien Arnold is the next one.
2: G'day, boys. Um, This is just a quick whack for all the Sydney Swans naffies all over Facebook who were just claiming that the only reason we lost the game on the weekend was because we got screwed by the umpires. Look, we got screwed by the umpires. We're consistently screwed by the umpires, particularly in Western Bulldogs games. But if you think the only reason we lost the game was because of the umpires, you clearly weren't watching the game. We were pretty bloody awful, boys, particularly in that first half. Anyway, we'll turn around this week, boys. Up the bloods.
1: Yeah, he's pretty bang on there, Damo. Yeah. Uh, Who have we got? Up next, we've got, I think, three weeks in a row. But as we said last week, Mads. If you put through the good quality content, you get featured on True Blood. So we got another one from Mark Hopper. G'day, True Blood's faithful. Tops here. I'm back with my weekly whack. God, I was disappointed Thursday night. You know, I was cheated up
2: after the thousandth weekend. You know, I thought, you know, we are going to smash these bloody dogs. I tell you what, we couldn't even get a 45 degree target into the center of the ground. To open the bloody game up. Um, you know, whack of the week goes to the Sydney Swans coaches. I just feel we didn't try anything. Um, We went in too big at Eddie had, You know, four big blokes. Doesn't help. Uh, Pull your head in, horse. Love you, mate.
1: (laughs) I just love how it's it's an educated whack, but then still showing the love.
0: Absolutely. Obviously, it's good value.
1: Absolutely, mate. Next one comes from Big Georgie Molnar.
3: My absolute whack of the week is three shitty calls. Absolute donk shit cause. My grandma, without her glasses, could do better. <laughs> Those, you the Hagel one, where he got tackled and he dropped the ball. Couldn't find his yes. boot. I think he attempted to kick it and missed the ball. So it's incorrect disposal. Got pit, apparently it was holding the man. Same with the Errol Gordon attacking, lo, the tackling Lockie Hunter. That was bullshit. Um, Where he tackled him again, board came out in the tackle, and it was not, and it's called holding the man. That is just play on. Not holding the ball, maybe the the maybe the Uda Hager one was holding the ball, but you play on. And then the Dylan Stevens one, that gave them a goal. They were both holding each other. You can't Oh it's one against oh we'll just give one. It's against Sydney, you know. All doggies have started 0 and three. Let's suck let's suck the doggies off. Their coach has had a hard few weeks. It's you know, let's let's soften him up. Let's make sure he's feeling alright.
1: That's pretty funny stuff there from uh it's funny. Georgie Molnar. <laughs> so good. Uh, we've got our returning returning voice memo sender, Big Saundo.
2: For mine, boys, there's been a lot of talk about the likes of Golden and Blakey and Chad Warner, but I want to talk about someone who doesn't get a lot of love within our fan base and outside of it the paddle bum, James Robottom. He is a he is an absolute ball. He is super tough at the contest, and he can brush tackles like there's no tomorrow. This is huge. We need that type of player. Josh Kennedy's not in the guts anymore. Roey has shown us. He's shown us those glimpses. He is going to be that man. He's going to be that in-and-under player. And as a team that really needs to improve in contested ball, if Roey fulfills his potential... Far out, we're going to be a massive force to be reckoned with. This is what I'm most excited about. Keep your eye out on James Rowbottom, everyone. This is going to be big.
1: Solid stuff there from Saundo Always uh, clear and concise in, in his opinions, Mads.
0: I think Sondo Probably loves the Swannies as much as anyone I've ever met. And he's got a good footy head, Sondo. I really, really rate Sondo.
1: Absolutely, mate. And uh, the last voice memo to come through is from Vanille.
2: What's going on, True Bloods family? Now,
1: my whack of the week might be a bit of a controversial one. Might cop a bit of hate for this, but uh, Dylan Stevens now. Dill's been in the system for two years now, in my opinion. Weak as piss at the moment. Can't get a hard ball get. Doesn't look like winning a 50-50 contest. Um, every time he gets the ball, I'm just not sure about his decision-making either. And I reckon he just needs a bit of a clip. Just maybe he needs to get smashed in the contest just to wake him up a bit. But, um, yeah, hopefully improves in the
2: coming weeks. Cheers, boys.
1: What do you think about that one, Mads? Your man, Dylan Stevens.
0: It's fair from last week. Yeah, it's fair from last week. He was no good last week. Um, I don't. In terms of getting the hard ball, I don't. I don't know if that's really his his job per se. I mean, you you want to get hard ball, but he's an outside player, right? Yeah. He's not. Not everyone can be in and under. He's only had ten disposals on on the on on the Thursday night wasn't great. Nobody was really great, let's be honest. Um, I will back him in because I think he has improved leaps and bounds um, since he's had a bit of a run at it. So I appre- appreciate what he's saying, but I- I'm-, I'm backing him in deep.
1: Yeah, look, it's probably a little bit reactive to a bad average game on the weekend and, you know, we are yep. probably saying his praises – a lot after, you know, playing one good game as well the week before. So uh, hopefully he just finds that bit of consistency that we're looking for, Mads.
0: Yep, that's what we want, Dable.
1: Now we might uh, read out a few of the answers to the social question. I'm going to go with Jake Lander who goes, Errol looks like he's going to be a powerful player once he learns how to make good decisions, but Chad breaks lines like no other young player he has ever seen big call there from big jakey it's very true it's i haven't seen a, a player like warner break through break through the contest and accelerate out of contest like he does
0: yeah, yeah, he's huge. The main the main example of that was when we were against Richmond last year, the way he broke the tackle and just kept moving, kicked the goal from outside 50. Bloody phenomenal stuff.
1: Mate, isn't it funny how there's no talk about Chad Warner being an absolute superstar up-and-coming rising star? They don't
0: care about us, table. It's all all Nick Dacos this and Nick Dacos that.
1: I know, but what a bloody farce, Madison. Seriously. Like, he is a serious talent, mate. And, mate, no one would know who he was down in Melbourne.
0: No. No, agreed. Um, I've got Risby.
1: Is it Andrew Risby? Yes. Yeah, Big Andy.
0: Oh, you're on the names. Um, Probably easy to say McDonald, but for me, it's Chad Warner without question. When was the last time the Swans had a genuine midfielder that possesses his game-breaking speed, power, strength, and appetite for the contest? I don't know if we've ever had one. Remember round four versus the Tigers last season? Pardon me. Shrugs the tackle from Dusty and finishes with a goal from 50 at the G. Rookies shouldn't be allowed to do that. But here we are. Every Strong's fan should be gushing over this bloke's raw ability. The kid is special and I cannot wait to see what he will become. Hashtag the Chad. He basically just said what we just said to
1: <laughs> Absolutely elite stuff. And, mate, you read that out really well. Mate, you should look into becoming a, like, reading poetry. You've got that type of... Maybe
0: I should look into becoming a podcaster of some, some sort. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Have you got one there,
1: Devin? Yeah, I'll go with Ryan Pez off the Instagram. He says, Nick the Lizard Blakey bursting off half-back, half, half back, cutting through zones with his kicking. You just love to see it, the Lizard.
0: We love the Liz. We love the Liz. Look, um, that's pretty good. We love some social engagement, David. Um, Jake McGuire, you'll be filthy that you're not on here, but you can't be sending us 1 minute 50 Voice memos and expect to get on, Jakey. Come on, mate. Short and sharp, my friend. That is the ticket, my friend.
1: That's it, mate. And yeah, little clip for Jakey there. We, we love the input legend, but yeah, just clip it to 30, 40 seconds, my son, and you'll be featured on the potty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Devil, what do we want the faithful to do if they're in the car?
1: Mate, look, the real push this week, Mads, is going to be back onto Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, we really want you to jump onto the True Bloods page and give us five-star ratings. Now, Mads, I think we have over 70 five-star ratings, and we can get that well and truly over 100. And that is more than the whole horde combined on Spotify, mate. So we want the True Bloods faithful to jump on Spotify and give us a five-star rating.
0: You've heard it there, Faithful. Debel has put the call out to uh, just really get around us and uh, and give us five stars. But what we will do now is just take a break and hear from our wonderful sponsors, Liquorland, and then run through the preview of our clash against the North Melbourne Football Club.
1: You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deble? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Deble. You know what I Don't like, Mads? What do you not like, David? I hate how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there. And please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads?
0: Speaking words of wisdom. Up up the swatties. swatties.
1: Welcome back to True Bloods Mads, Swannies big game this Saturday afternoon. 210 start, I think it is, against North Melbourne. Up 240, up... I think, Dable. 240. Thank you for that correction. Up at the <coughs> SCG, mate. What do you want to see from the boys this weekend?
0: I want to see a response, Dable.
1: Yeah, it's it's God definitely it. in order. It is definitely in order.
0: Uh, But I think we will, right? So these uh, we we were discussing off air. I think we've had a habit, and I think this is a habit of teams that are probably a little bit uh, less experienced than others. And I think we have a habit of just playing scintillating football table and then garbage football. And we can't get doing this. We need... To have a level of consistency, there needs our football needs to be of a standard that we can rely upon. That we turn on the TV, Deeble, and we say, "There's the Swannies, there's the team that we love, that old chestnut, that, that old team, Deeble." We know what we're going to get from them. We cannot, Deeble, be turning on the TV, going, "Oh, what have we got today?" Is Oli Florent going to have seven touches? Is Buddy going to kick four behinds? We can't have that. We need – we're a product, Dable. And the best products are the ones that you know you're going to get quality. And we need to respond and it needs to be onward and upward from here. We can't have that garbage like we had on Thursday night.
1: (laughs) Mate, I've just got a quick question for you. I've obviously got (coughs) – uh, the Zoom call on here with Madison, and he has just given me one of the great debating talks that I have ever seen. It was fantastic. talk, Yes, did you do debating at school? Did you? Did
0: I, yeah, yes, I did.
1: Yeah. I did. <laughs> no, it's very evident, mate. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was a really good speech there. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I think you, sp- it's true,
0: D-Ball. You speak. We need, that's what we need.
1: You speak some truths there, mate. No doubt, but. Yeah, we need to just get the job done against North Melbourne. And personally, we're, we're a 7-8 goal better side than North Melbourne. And, and that is the minimum um, that we need to win by. Look, we'll take the four points. Don't get me wrong. But we have to play up to our ability and get the job done because we see it every year. And I know it's too early to be talking about this type of shit, but percentage is so important come towards the end of the year. It's a, you need to be putting away sides like North Melbourne, and they are no good this year. We know that. Yep.
0: It's critical because it can be the difference between a double chance and, you know, losing an elimination final by
1: a point. Yeah, you're exactly right. Last year, you know, proof in the pudding, 100% Mads. But, you know, as all AFL sides do, mate, they've got their talent. They've got their talent. You know, Jai Simpkins probably, you know, the one who's in form had the thirty-one touches and probably one of the only players who could hold their head high after last week. You got Nick Suvlaki, who's uh, can kick a goal or two, uh, and, and and Todd Goldstein's probably going to be looking to play a really big game without having a uh, Tom Hickey uh, as opposition on the weekend.
0: And I mean, you have got Jason Horn Francis as well, right? This guy is the number one draft pick. Well. I mean, look, number one draft pick doesn't mean a great deal. I mean, uh, was Jamara Hugel Hayden a number one draft pick? I think he was, mate. Oh, well, look at that then. Look at that. Doesn't always mean anything, does it, people? <laughs> uh, but Jason Horn Francis is, uh, is is a gun, uh, by all accounts. Um, so he's someone you have to watch. Um, as you mentioned, uh, Sue is a uh, sort of, you know, a, a similar type forward to Aaron Norton, obviously not on the same level, but can take a mark, can kick a goal. Um, and we'll have Laddams coming in for his first game and he will be against Todd Goldstein. So, that's sort of getting, uh, that's, that's a pretty good challenge for him, first game up, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate, and so the likes of Cam Zerha and, and that type of player always seem to go all right about against us, mate. So yeah. there's definitely, um, yeah, you got to put some time into those guys. And I really want them to be conscious of a player like Jack Siebel, two off half back, sort of plays the, the you know, the Jake Lloyd role at the moment. They get it in his hand and he's their distributor. Mm-hmm. You just can't let these players do what they want. And hopefully the pressure sort of goes on to North Melbourne um, and they're worrying about us more than us worrying about them, as such. Um, but mate, look, Justin McInerney, hopefully back this week. I think we've missed him the past couple of weeks, Mads.
0: I think we definitely have. His notice has been abs uh, absolutely noticeable. Is is the word that he will be back?
1: Uh, he's a test again this week, uh, but you know okay. he's every chance of getting up. I guess, with, but we don't know. Does,
0: does Ben wrong come out for yours?
1: Mate, uh, talking Ben Ronk, he was actually, mate, really good goal, well thought through, executed, that's what you got to do. There was this play on the um, on the half forward flank where there was clearly no option inside forward 50, and he just messed around with the ball a little bit, took some time, drew the player in, got around, got the kick inside 50, created the chance and created the goal. That's where Sam Wicks kicked the goal um and snapped it yeah. over his head. But look Ron couldn't couldn't have done more from coming on with the sub um, as he did on the weekend. so team dynamics, who knows if if he plays this week, but um what, what about your man Wixie?
0: I was just about to say, yeah, it's it's interesting because you've gotta be hitting the scoreboard, I think in in the position he's playing. Simple as that, and I don't think he's done enough of it.
1: Yeah, there's not enough of it. Good opportunist no. goal on uh, on Thursday night, but we need more but of that just
0: just the one. You need yeah. more than one out of a small four. Yeah.
1: And with Papley missing for the next one or two weeks, um, I tell you what, he is gonna have the strongest hamstring coming back. I for for a by all reports, a minor hamstring, this is gonna be a six to seven week hamstring, Mads. It's uh yeah. It's an interesting way to play it. Uh, maybe it's a little bit I worse. I think
0: than, there's nothing minor about it for
1: yeah, my For yours, Mads, and I think you bang on. You bang on. But, mate, look, selection's always interesting. Laddum's plate comes in. Uh, do we play two rucks? Probably. No, we,
0: we, were, we were too tall. We were too tall Yeah. on the weekend.
1: Well, I think, I think for mine, Mads. Be yours. Joel Armady comes out. McLean pinch hits in the ruck with Laddams, although it's tough opposition against. Uh, I disagree, Dable. Yeah, what, what what do you think?
0: I disagree. Well, what, what, I th- think it's time time for McLean to have a break. Yeah, I it shit me when Dylan Stevens didn't get the consistency. Yeah. I'd like Amadi to, to get some consistency. Yeah, leave him in. He's more of a ruckman than McLean is. Yeah. Leave him in. Picky comes out, let him in.
1: Fair call. Fair call. And look, that, that could be the way they go as well. But yeah, you, you're not wrong. We, we were very tall. And um, was it Hopsey who said before, I'm not too sure, you know, we played very tall for a Marvel stadium. But yeah, look, it's always interesting selection. And with a new rucking division this week, hopefully they can – that's probably where the biggest challenge lies up against Todd Goldstein, who's been a you know a premier yeah. ruckman of the competition for years. If I was horse, I would be saying, he probably
0: hasn't done this, but I would have read them the right act and said, if any of you think you're not playing, you know, the, the only change I would make is ladders in and a clean out. I would say, and the rest of you better show that, you know, you can earn your salary this week. yeah, Because that first half was shocking. Yeah. So let's try it again, boys.
1: Yeah, love it, mate. Love it. But that's a, a little prediction for the weekend, mate, against North. What, what do you uh, feel?
0: It should, be, it should be six goals.
1: Yeah, six, seven goals for me as well, and that'll uh, make me a happy boy on Saturday afternoon. But we'll jump into the other games for round four, mate. We've got Port Adelaide v Melbourne on Thursday night. <laughs>
0: Melbourne by plenty.
1: Melbourne by plenty. Port Adelaide's a rabble and I, I love that. I, I, I'm really not a fan of Port Adelaide. It's not. I don't know why, but they they annoy me.
0: Yep. Well, they're uh, they're about to have a rebuild. I reckon.
1: Yep. They're on the verge, no doubt. Geelong, Brisbane, Friday night, cracking game down at GMHBA.
0: Ooh, cats.
1: Yeah, cats as well. I think that that's a gutsy performance they had last week, mate. Really good That
0: was the stuff that that that's what makes you super proud to be a, a, a supporter of a club, doesn't yeah. it?
1: Big big performance that to come back like they did. Seven goals to zip in the yeah. last quarter. Really big performance from the Cats. Uh Collingwood V the absolutely obliterated West Coast Eagles. Collingwood. Pies Where's Play- that being played, Dable? At Marvel. At Marvel.
0: Yeah, Collingwood will, will do them do, do them.
1: Nicely. Yeah, comfortably for mine as well. Yeah. Fremantle v GWS over in the West.
0: Jeez, I tell you what, I won't be watching that game,
1: Dable. <laughs> Absolutely. waste
0: of time. Uh, Freo.
1: Yeah, GWS for mine. Yours. Richmond v Bulldogs Saturday night at the G. Richmond are done. Yeah, I think so too. But Western too.
0: Bulldogs aren't that good.
1: No, it, and they've got Revolt and Prestia back this week, I think I just heard.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd love to see Richmond do them in.
1: Same, and that's absolutely personal against the Dogs. Yeah, that is yeah, that is purely personal. Purely personal. Essendon v Adelaide at Marvel Stadium Sunday.
0: Might just go down to boo Jordan Dawson. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, surely Essendon have to win one by that. Oh, soon. I think, I think Adelaide's showing a little bit though. Well. Uh, nah. I know. It was I only... want to back
0: Essendon in. I actually, do you know what? I might put some, gamble responsibly. I might put some money on Essendon.
1: Yeah, look, I don't think you'll be getting any sort of juicy odds about the Dons. But, yeah, look, they should win. But I'd like to see Adelaide win. Um... For your man, Seto. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. But uh, Hawthorne v St Kilda, Smack Bang, Grenache Hour. We love the Grenache Hour here at True oh, that's Bloods. a good, you know
0: what, that's a good Grenache Hour game.
1: It is, it really is, Mads. Well, I'm happy with that. And it's starting to get into nice Grenache weather too, mate. So... Oh yes. Well, um, I'll tip the Hawks. I think they're playing pretty good footy, mate.
0: Yep. I think Sam Mitchell's done wonders with, uh, with them at the moment. Yeah. I think they'll win as well.
1: Yep. And Gold Coast v Carlton to wind out the round.
0: I'm gonna. The, the Blues are as hot as any club going around at the moment, and I would expect them to win this one.
1: Yeah, comprehensive as well, mate. I totally agree. But, mate, look, I hopefully this is the last time ever we're doing it via Zoom. It's an absolute battle for us. But as we said, uh, we just needed to get it out for the faithful. We apologise for the audio quality. quality but, um, mate, we've got it done and that's about all I've got to say. That's
0: about all uh, I have the energy to say anymore, people. To be honest, thank you for listening. Sorry about the quality, and we will bloody see you next
1: week. That we will, Mads. But rest up, mate. We'll be back next week, back in studio to get the potty done for the faithful. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. As we end every potty, speaking words of wisdom up the Swatties.
0: Swatties. Thanks for listening to True Bloods, and thanks for the land who are proud partners of this show. Once again, Liquorland has you covered for Easter. Don't miss out on Easter specials like the favourite VB or Carlton Dry. Check it out at liquorland.com.au. Dable, how are you feeling about Easter approaching,
1: mate? Mate, really looking forward to it. A couple of days off from the lockery, really looking forward to Easter and a few... Quiet drinks from Liquorland.
0: Yeah, wonderful. You can also sign up today to get $10 off your first purchase. For great deals on a wide range of alcohol, go to liquorland.com. You or visit your local store. Please drink responsibly, T's and C's Apply, see online for details. Hope you enjoyed the show.